Hey guys, welcome to the After Laugh. I have a very interesting episode going on right now. I uh, I just met a couple of, uh, of women who are, uh, I guess the best way to put it is the OGs of the uh, Real Housewives of Orange County. And I met through circumstance, through a mutual friend of mine, I will name her Jennifer Lutz. And uh, they're going to be doing some, some radio. I'm not exactly sure what the intent Serious of the radio, radio is. Serious radio? Serious radio. And that is... Um, that is Jeannie Tails. Gina. I Gina. Am, I'm doing Jeff Lewis tomorrow on Serious Radio. Jeff Lewis Radio. on Serious Radio. Gina Tail. Keo. Keo. Why am I retarded? I haven't even smoked weed yet. You were yet. born that way. And then, <laughs> and then Tammy Knickerbocker. There you go. And usually my name is the difficult one. Well, I just know because I, I, New York, New York Knicks, the Knickerbockers. Uh, and then you said Knickerbocker Hotel, which... No, Gina said that. Gina said that, God. which sounds very <laughs> fancy, but I'm not of the fancy ilk. So, uh, anyway, part of the reason why I was excited to have you guys on is because you both have pretty rich stories ensconced in sort of like show business lore. And the I wouldn't say it's the advent of reality television. I think the advent of re- reality television, people would probably ascribe to like, well, a lot of things. But maybe Survivor was the first thing that nope. people said. No? What would you say? Ozzy Osbourne was. was the first reality it show. Ozzy Orange Osborne County was Housewives was the the reality show that came right when the writer's strike was on. And what so year was we that? became fi- don't ask me. You'd have to Google <laughs> it. If we became famous because for maybe two years there was no new television being written because of the writer's strike. Okay. So we were on NBC, which is Bravo. Can you give a ballpark about when that um, was? Because I know there's fourteen a years ago, probably fourteen years ago. Okay, there's a writer, and the writer's strike came about because of. Just writers want more pay. I'm at absolutely, which is what we they always do. want more money. So the writer strike came 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 into existence. Were you were you now? W- let's get back to your pedigree a little bit. You were uh, an actress and a model and a Playboy model as well as from what I understand. Playboy correct? centerfold, an actress. I did um, 150 commercials and 10 movies. ZZ Top video. You were so the original legs girl, which is what I heard. No, I wasn't the legs girl. I was the one who drove the car. The legs girl was a cute girl that we took in and dressed her up. Oh, okay. You're cuter than the legs girl. That's the word. Okay, so... um, so, so That was p- the first music video ever. Yeah. And then Short People, sh- um, David Lee Roth was... H- the same director did all of them. Mm-hmm. So... And so, Gina, you were... So th- I would say 150 commercials is an incredibly successful commercial career i mean you're living large at 150 these are national commercials yeah eight years eight years of commercials yeah and you were just killing it having kids making no kids i was single were you the breadwinner during this no 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 i wasn't the breadwinner my boyfriend was a producer okay so um i mean i just booked one commercial i'm like overjoyed for like three years anyway so uh so you're doing this things are going well and you end up living in oc with your boyfriend I lived for eight years a block or two away from the Playboy Mansion with my boyfriend down here, and then I moved to the moved to Orange County. Now, I want to hear about the Playboy Mansion, because I don't think we've had a lot of people to tell interesting stories. Aww. You must have a couple of stories. I mean, now that he was dead. Yeah. you got to tell It was something. such a fun place. Every Friday, every Sunday, anybody who was around of his circle of people was invited to movie night. He'd get first-run movies, so uh-huh. it was so much fun. Oh, wow. I lived night. a few blocks away, and I could come and swim there and hang out with all the girls. All the girls that came in from out of town, they would stay in the little bunny hutch outside. There was a three-bedroom little place out back, and the girls stayed there because, you know, yeah. he didn't want to put these girls from Iowa in a hotel and, 
yeah, he wanted to be more protective and controlling of him. To now, did watch you f- out for him. So you obviously sound like you have very fond memories of, of oh, you in the mansion. Oh, he was a wonderful man. Was there any... Because a lot of people who are probably jealous they never want or have like severe FOMO want to imagine a very seedy, dark undercurrent of the Playboy Mansion. No. Is that something that just didn't My really My daughter w- started going there when she was 10 or 11 years old, and she always just felt like it was the kindest, nicest really? man. He looked at you. He listened to you. And he loved women. His favorite song was Thank Heaven for Little Girls. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, with, with Jeffrey Epstein, that's a tough one. <laughs> it's like Michael Jackson singing Pretty Young Thing. Yeah. Um, but so that's really cool that your experience. And you, you partied there for like eight years, you said? Well, I didn't party much. Back then, I didn't even drink. But I had a lot of fun. Yeah. There was always the most fascinating people there. Warren Beatty, Robin Williams, Jack Nicholson. Bill Cosby, Johnny Carson, everybody came. It was just fun. Scott Bayo, the young actors, the good-looking young guys, they came yeah. too. So Dean Martin on. Jr., Time it was fun. Passed. Give us a story. Somebody that you made out with? No, I had a boyfriend all those years. You had a boyfriend all those years? You I did. Got, like, he was Hugh Hefner's best friend, so it would have been really hard to cheat. Yeah. I will say a, a really quick sidebar story. My friend, I don't think he talks about it, but Jamie Kennedy used to go to the Playboy Mansion, and he went with a young... A young actor, I'm not going to name his name, he may or may not be Captain America, um, but <laughs> he was brand new to town, they go to the mansion, they have these two girls, and Jamie's like, look, this is how it works, I'm going there with these two girls, and we're going to wheel switch at some point, and we're going to switch girls. But then Jamie had to go to the bathroom, and apparently it's really hard to find the bathroom in this giant mansion if you're not familiar with it. So he's wandering around in a robe or wherever, he's looking for the bathroom, he's why is he wearing a robe? Whatever he's wearing. I don't know. What, what it, well, maybe it was a pajama party. Maybe it's a pajama party. Pajamas. He probably was at Midsummer Night's Dream. He went by. There were bird, birds in cages and stuff. He oh, fought by the bathroom. The grotto. He came back, uh, and uh, Captain America was with these two women, and Jamie's was like, hey, switch. 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 And they just never switched. And he left the room. So I think that's a very funny story. <laughs> Chris Evans killing it back in the day. Anyway, so um, so the Playboy Mansion, you had a great time there. What made you sort of eventually stop going? Was it just kind of oh, I out a bit? Or? I broke up with that boyfriend and started uh. dating a baseball player who moved me to Orange County. Oh, okay. That's all. So he played for the Anaheim? Major Leagues. Major Leagues. You're not going to Baseball player. Oh, he played for like a lot of teams. Yankees. Okay, cool. Yeah, a lot of teams. Okay, Maybe Not, not Jose Canseco. No, thank God. Okay. So, all right, so you had this boyfriend, and then you moved down to Orange County. So you're like a good woman. You're like, I'm following my man. He's yeah, and but then I followed him all over because he played for all those teams. So yeah. I moved around a lot. And you were married at this point or a boyfriend? Oh, we got married right after we met, maybe a year after we met. Now, at this point, d- does all the entertainment kind of go to the back burner? Well, the problem is you audition for something. When you get your call back, now you're in St. Louis. So yes. it did hurt my career a little bit. but Yeah, and particularly like 10 years ago, it's not so easy to be like, here's my iPhone, here's yeah. the audition. we didn't have those, yep. Okay, um, so that's going well. Everything. Now, I want to get it. So the, the I don't know if this, the story of your life is this, but one of the big stories of your life is sort of the advent of, of the Real Housewives, and I've heard sort of mixed things about it, but I want to like k- take it like soup to nuts. How did that kind of come about? My neighbor, when I moved into Cota de Casa, said I'm going to... Now, Cota de Casa is Cota where de Casa is, su- is a suburb in Orange County, okay. yes. It's about an hour from here. And when I moved in, after a couple of years, this Scott Dunlop was over all the time. He said, I'm going to do a show who's like... Scott Dunlop? He's just a he's neighbor? He's the producer who wrote the show. But how did he get involved in your world? He's my neighbor. He's just your next-door neighbor? Next-door neighbor. Was he producing at the time? Nope. 
was he a was a guy who was really big in cell phones. Uh-huh. Hit it big in cell phones, and before that, he was an actor. Mm. So a character actor because he's like six six, in a very distinguished look. Yeah. So he was like the big lizard in a show, and yeah, <laughs> he was, was an a big actor. lizard in the show. In one of those Comedian. movies where you know somebody steps on the big lizard's toe. What was it? Star Wars or something? It was a big movie. I just can't remember. I'm old. You gotta put your mic to your mouth. No, I said he was he's hilarious. He was had a great sense of humor. He's a very funny guy. Yes. Now so I, know, I know that Tammy has a lot to say and she's being very resident. I, I, res- I respect that. You can always chip in too, by the way. No, I'm actually always fascinated to hear Gina's story because every time she talks, I hear a little bit more. So I'm well, it's very because it feel it feels like your life has a lot of. I mean, everyone's life has chapters and like reinventions. And we have been tied together since our kids were three or four years old. And now you had kids with a baseball player. Yes. Okay. So my daughter came home and said, maybe she's four. Or five, and she says, I'm going away for the weekend with Lindsay Knickerbocker. We're going to Big Bear. Okay. <laughs> you so you, you didn't know who Lindsay, story. you didn't know who this was? Yet? I hadn't met her yet, but it's like, okay, when are they bringing you home? Sunday. It's like, okay, but you don't have any winter clothes. And she said, oh, she has plenty. Her mother said she has clothes for both of us. Kid didn't get home till 11 o'clock Sunday night, and I, we didn't have cell phones. Yeah, it was that's like, scary. Nobody called. It's like, that was a little scary. And I go, why did I do that? What if they had an accident? I'll never know, but. She's just one of those, and then Cara was in their family. There was never a vacation or something that Cara wasn't invited yeah. to go. Well, it sounds like you've always been a very trusting and open person, Yeah, and which she, may have resulted in. And she was like, when she came into the school, her and her husband would drive up in maybe a Bentley or some fabulous car, and they'd be dressed to the nines, both of them. He'd be in a suit and tie, and she'd be in this Escada-looking outfit. And the rest of us are in sweats and tennies because we're in Orange County. Yeah. But she, they had a big business where they did Farrah Fawcett posters and Marie Osmond bears and dolls and all these famous people. So she, they always had meetings with celebrities. So they would come and roll and everybody would just stare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'd walk in. And and what and was your business that you were a part of, Tammy? What was it? We, were, we did... Um, Yes, of course. <laughs> with like uh, QVC and Home Shopping Network, doing celebrity-driven products on. So you were selling on QVC. Yeah, we were you were selling. We were doing the product development and working with. Oh, so you weren't on there being like, "Hey, no. buy, no. buy this." She okay. developed them and created everything in right. Hong Kong, so China, or wherever. So we worked with Marie Osmond, you know, Porcelain Dolls, Annette Funicello, Farrah Fawcett, all of them. We were kind of the pioneers. Dr. So you were one of the starting OGs of QVC. I Pretty much, so. which yeah. is. Huge. And you had those Definitely. Fabergé eggs, whatever those things we were. We didn't those, have those. The eggs, the earrings or something. Oh, we had. Well, Angie Dickinson had Angie those. Dickinson. Yeah, so we yeah. did yeah. all the big stars. Are you products. still connected with QVC? Q- 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 no, it's been a long time since then, for sure. Yeah. So, no. Okay, long very cool. So, she was super fancy, and you were kind of like a little sweats, less fancy. ponytail, tennis shoes. I lived in sweats. You lived in sweats. I mean, if I had. Don't worry about the, 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 the you barely hear the alarms. It's part of the charm. If if Probably I had time. an audition and I had to drive to L.A., of course, I would sprip it up. But otherwise, you lived in sweats. We rode horses. We played tennis. Yeah. It was just a great, relaxing life. A great, life. nice yeah. life. Was there a point where you said, you know what? Maybe being an actress in entertainment is not for me. No, I missed happen? it, but I didn't miss that drive. Yeah, for sure. And then when my daughter got the acting bug, her first movie was with Dustin Hoffman. That was amazing, right? Which is yeah. also, again, scary, but okay. Yeah, so she had this amazing awesome. start to her life, five years old, in a movie with Dustin Whoa, Hoffman. what movie? Outbreak. Oh, yeah. She's a little girl who saves the world at the end with the little monkey. 
That's amazing. Yeah. So is she there, is that her so first audition? No. No, she did a lot she of commercials and stuff. Okay. But that yeah. was her first big movie, and it's Dustin huge. was like the best. Of course, she it had was. so much fun with and him. And you, you should tell the cute story you used to tell me. Remember, you said that you had to like lay by her bed because she was afraid. When she had to lay in the bed, and you're like, "Car, she's okay. You're okay." When she was in, Car was laying in the bed, trying to be quiet. And well, the trying to outside. make a five-year-old lay in the bed and keep their eyes closed because they're supposed to look really sweet in the scene they were doing, and she wanted to just keep popping her eyes open. <laughs> she wasn't ever much of a napper, but yeah, no, she had. So she's it down. five years old at this point. And now she's and 32. Wow, is she able? At five years old, are you able to really manufacture fear? In oh a way yes. That, or did they deliberately and she would scare go, you? Hey. They said, do you believe that's your father? And she goes, yeah, I'll see. Can I get an increase in my allowance? That's Can genius. I have a credit card? And it's like, what? Yeah, car was always really good and open <laughs> about those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how did, why did the monkey like you so much? Well, I had a banana, a piece of banana <laughs> in my pocket. Okay. So, so they tried out all the kids with the monkeys, and the monkeys would race up their backs, and the kids would scream in hysteria. The monkey raced up hers and started messing with her ears, and she just laughed. And he goes, that's, that's great. the kid. Yeah. She likes the monkey. And but in reality, you weren't allowed to look that monkey in the eye or he'd what? bitch slap you. It was you Steve Harvey really? monkey? Those little tiny monkeys, you okay. can't look them in the eye. Wow. They said, don't don't make eye oh, contact with they the think monkey. It's aggression. They do yeah. that as well as with like gorillas and Big monkeys, like too. Yeah. Oh, wow. Those That's ones. crazy. Don't look at Tammy. She gets. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't look me in the eye. I'm going to ask So, and now your daughter is still an actress, I imagine. She hasn't been doing it as much. She did pitch a uh, reality TV show this last year. They filmed it. I don't know what's going to happen with it. It was the a. The real daughters? Well, no, the no. They were doing. Um, um, something with a fo- two football players and these two wives, and it was called Fix and Flip or. Something, something with football. About houses and football. Flipping houses and football players, and it was kind that of a fits. fun. I yeah, can it was. See that lot I can't demo remember the done. word. She's gonna be so mad at me. It was yeah. on every T-shirt and every jacket. So they shot the pilot, and yeah. I don't. You know how you submit it? You don't hear for six months. But of course, of course. Oh boy. So, um, so you're doing stuff. You're having like a fun, successful life. You with your uh, baseball player husband or not boyfriend? Well, Living in sin. I have been married. For a long time, but I'm actually going to be divorced within two weeks. Within two weeks, congratulations! Yeah. I think more I've only been separated for 15 years. I just didn't want to do a divorce. I didn't want to admit failure, so we haven't been together for over 15 years. But you must be friends if it's not. Uh, I guess I'm friends with him, but he hates me. I don't know why. Probably because yeah, he's brain damaged. Yeah, I think he pretty much. You guys, does. Have, they've lived together as friends for a long, long time, so he doesn't hate her. I think he hates me. I mean, if I lived with anyone for 15 years, I'd hate them for sure. He never even myself. Years. He always had his own place. So I want to hear. So I want to hear about the start of. So, would you say that the Real Housewives of Orange County is sort of the beginning of the empire of the Real Housewives? Yes, of course. And it's sort of the beginning of the empire of like reality TV as it we know it. It was the very first. Yes. And um, can we say what year that is? We don't know. She'd have to Google it. She can Google it. That was a long time ago. Ask Siri. What? Say Siri. What year was Orange County Housewives created? Because when I think, because when I think, because I obviously went to school for acting, so when I got out around like 2000 ish, like I was thinking like reality wasn't quite on the plate in the same way right then. Um, so when it came out, like actors like. Chicken Little, the sky has fallen. What are we going to do? And it never really, everything regulates. Everything has its own niche. But um, I, r- I seem to remember uh, Real Housewives and Survivor and then and also Real World. Survivor was way far after. March 21st, 2006. 2006. So the Real World was, r- was probably a little before that, right? Yeah. I don't no? think anything was. Okay, so um, I want to hear about yes, it. So it you're, you're in your house. You're living your life live your best life things are cool and you have this neighbor who's this goofy character actor 
and he comes along and he's hanging out with you guys right. and the idea gets sparked how? He said, I'm going to do a show like Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is another really great show. Which is a scripted show, too. A scripted show. He wasn't opposed to a scripted show yeah. about your family. And you're a realtor. So and by family, you mean your immediate family. Your my daughter, children. Your ch- how many children? I have three. Is? Three children. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Her life and was crazy. Like, it was people coming in and out. Baseball, and you, children, yeah. and friends. They had a lot to How say. old are your children at this point? Now, they're little. The baby was, what? Eight car was, tw- car was just starting to drive. So fifteen, okay, 16. so that's yeah. There's drama in that. So of course. twelve, fifteen, and eighteen. Right, and had there been like a family kind of reality drama at this no, point? No, just the Osbournes. So he, so the idea, in, in fairness, was sort of his idea to like I want to make. Oh, this of show. course. Okay. Yeah. And um, so he took it to Bravo, and Bravo said, "We want to have that family's cool, but we want to do four other families. Can you get four other families in this exclusive Cota de Casa to open up their lives?" And were you part of the pitch meetings with this? No. Did he, he just do the taped pitch it. meetings he behind your back? It. No, he taped everything, and he went and sat with the meetings. And you knew he was going to do the meetings. Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. He he just took the tapes. And you're like, what the fuck? Who cares? Yeah, no, it's his job. It's like starting a job. play in a church basement. You right. know, it's going to be on Broadway. Yeah. So then they ran ads in the local papers and auditioned people, and then they got the other four families. Were you involved with picking these families? No. Okay. But and in they the were beginning, all like neighbors. In the beginning, the I did the narration, hooking all the scenes together. Oh, okay. And then after you were a part of it because you got me involved. I didn't go well, audition. Some I, think, I didn't like seeing Adam after go audition. You like reached out to me and said you. you oh, okay, but you started. Uh, you s- Tame, you started season, season two. Season two. So, so season one. Let's break down how this sort of came about because that's obviously like, oh sure, here's an idea, here's a pitch, and like it happens a million times in Hollywood every day. So when it became a thing, what was that phone call like, or what was that announcement like? He came over to the house and said, "By the way." Well, remember, we weren't getting paid, so it didn't change my life at all. He just it's said, "We're going to be using your house, filming yeah. a bunch of shit for how long?" Yeah, he didn't know. It was like a couple hours here and a couple hours there because they didn't the have pi- a big you had to budget. Shoot the pilot first, right? I'm we sure. sizzle reel. Sizzle reel. Got so it. we shot the sizzle reel. He just kind of followed people around their daily life. And do you remember much about the sizzle reel? Like what was? No, but I'm sure, I'm sure he has it still. <laughs> was the curious. sizzle reel? Was it because obviously the show is sort of known for the the drama, which is what people want, and maybe that sort of accrued over the years. But was the sizzle reel? Was it much more sort of prosaic and like here's a home? And a crazy old I life. know they did a lot of interviews. So they would sit and they'd talk to you about your life. Yeah. So there's, even in the show now, you'll have scenes and then they'll put you in the hot seat and turn the cameras. The and talking the head. The talking head. So thing. you guys were kind of like one of the first talking, because yeah. talking heads out. Now it's a part of like the office and like mockumentaries as well. Like the talking Yeah, I didn't like that part where they would turn the bright lights on you and they wouldn't let you out till you said what they wanted. You would sit yeah. there and finally I would just give up and throw somebody under the bus because that's what they wanted right? they wanted drama throw you under the bus and because i'm a nice person andy cohen once said i was the hardest person to interview ever because i wouldn't say what he wanted <laughs> yeah that's like, she's really nice so were there moments so as as it started going and you, you shot the sizzle and the sizzle was probably not that dramatic it was probably kind of fun and you're like this is cool and then they just, just showed the life of Kodo. yeah you no know, they, they and then showed the like tennis the girls playing tennis and a little bit of backbiting sure, on tennis right, fun Girls riding horses, just showing the wild, fun and life then of Kodo. from Sizzle to all of a sudden you have a network going, here we go. Yeah. How long was that? Oh, not very long. And then the community was up in arms. Oh, really? They were convinced that their children would be kidnapped off their porch if they brought 
Hollywood into their gated community. Not a and bad after suspicion. one or two seasons, they invited us to every party. But the beginning was they were at the Kodo Club arguing and trying to prevent us from filming. Were they protesting? Oh, stuff? huge protests. Pickets. But after that, like somebody would go to New York and she worked for Mercedes and they said, Tell her, tell her where you live. Tell everybody at the table where you live. And when she said she lived in Cota de Casa, the whole meeting broke down. And for an hour, they talked about nothing. But did you see Slade at the water machine or this or that? Did you see that? The whole yeah, their now, whole meeting just got off track. So people who don't know much about the origin story, so you shoot this as a reel. A couple months later, they have the first episode one. Yeah, you start filming. Start filming. And now, how much does the world change and your home change in terms of? Are there trucks and craft services? No, nothing. You Very were small. your own craft service. There was okay. no money involved. There was one camera, and uh, I always call it a camera, carry really? karaoke machine. Yeah, yeah no it was. Makeup. There was no hair, no makeup. No makeup. After Vicky's season nothing. one, she burned all her clothes. She hated the way she looked in it. And then after season two or three, the girls decided they would never eat on camera. So that's <laughs> when I started gaining weight, because we would go to these fabulous restaurants and order all this amazing food. And they wouldn't eat because they thought they looked bad chewing. And I'm like, hey, you're going to eat that, pass that shit over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, where was the moment? Because obviously uh, it became a zeitgeist. Where was the moment in your life that you said, oh, holy shit, I'm part of a cultural zeitgeist? Was there a, a moment, like a demarcation line in your life where you go, Maybe it was you're at a store or you're somewhere. I, I mean, I feel like there's always one moment where you're like, but for me, it might have been for the others. But for me, since yeah, I was, was little, I was already a celebrity. Right. I was okay. married to a hot baseball player. I was on ZZ Top. I was a playmate. I was on Johnny Carson. But you're also I was on, on a bunch of shows. But your name wasn't. Regardless, it was pretty, your name well, where known. I lived, I was a pretty big deal. So, okay. so me, I was not. So for that's her. a question. So for how me. did you how do you enter, uh, Tammy? How was how how did that come um, for you? Well, I, I made her do it. Friends and how how big did uh, first of all, the, just so I know, how big did season one get? Like how big in the I ratings? Don't know. I think we only had a million two viewers. Okay, so oh, in the beginning it was it was, it was it was modest, but right. it was enough to get picked up. Right. So. So when you got picked up, though, that's a big. That's like, hey, it's picked up. When they picked up is like, picked up. Now there's more money. There's more production. Was there more? Was that in every the year got a little better? A little better. Yeah. yeah. So season two, Tammy, you come on, and you right. came on because of her. Well, Gina's like, you know, interviewing my girls were 18, and you know they were 21, and like, yeah, it sounds fun. And I was going through a lot of drama in my life, so I'm like, okay, I didn't really think I'd go on it because I already knew Scott. I knew Gina. This is so dumb, and whatever and then when they said i said i really thought when they interviewed me we would never work out because i'm not like an open person i don't really talk that much and so when they said yeah we want to do it i went okay whatever and then i was in it and before i knew it i was just there and so it was quite different for me for sure yeah she went through divorce and the You're death going of her husband and all this stuff during the show the show so you went through the divorce yeah, and the death of your husband that you're divorcing during the show no I had divorced him before, and I was going through a breakup with my son's dad, who was four at the time, and going through court issues with my ex still. Mm -hmm. So it was, I had a lot of drama going on in my life. Yeah. Now, are there, are there lines that you can draw about, I'm not going to have this filmed, or I refuse to? Or do they, are they, a friend of mine who works, who's on this podcast, he's been, he's been on The Bachelor, he's part of The Bachelor Nation, and he's a nice guy. But he always tells me that he goes, you know, these producers are incredibly intelligent people from Harvard and Ivy League schools who just sit there kind of stroking the beards like, how can we 
manipulate right. these I, people. I, I do believe they put you in, like, you wonder, like, people always say, is it staged or why are you so, like, you know, poor thing, poor thing. I think, you know, they film you, they pick, like, an event you want to go to, and they say, can we film? We're like, yeah, and they'll pick the certain parts of that you know, filming that they want to fit in your storyline. And we don't know what that storyline is. I think I was damsel in distress, poor me, poor pathetic me. Sure. And so I think as they, they never really saw me being having fun. It was always poor me. Yeah. And my kids were brats and look at my life. And look at, I had all this money and blah, blah, blah. So I think they, you know, portrayed that in the sense that I really did have fun in my life. I wasn't yeah. a pity party, but so I became this boring kind of like person everyone kind of felt sorry for. Yeah. So that's kind of how it was but that wasn't my everyday life you of know course. that's the stories i think they come you know they make out of it so, so so how many people are in they're not all in the house but so there's four houses and how many people are in the cast would you say at this point in season two? Oh, her two children my three children vicky's two children it was family Lori's three then. children so it was per the family pretty much your then. family and then if we if we'd have a party we were allowed to invite some of our friends now were you very protective about your children's exposure with this no stuff? in fact that's no. one of the reasons i got out both my sons got in fights like both fist fights? of them mm -hmm. people the just show? no they got in fights when they'd go to a party at another school because oh. the other girls would want to talk to them even if they had girlfriends so one of them's nose ended up under here and the other one's nose just got badly broken but it didn't get crooked because they were kind of these semi-celebrities want to fight, fight them. Yeah, yeah other boys would get jealous if the girls would want to talk to them they'd all want to talk to them yeah. Well, my w my sons are really cute, so they yeah, want to talk to them anyway, but now they're on TV and they're baseball players, so yeah. they were targets. Oh, wow, that's so interesting. Kara didn't have it as bad. Hers was pretty easy. She was used to being recognized from her movies and commercials and stuff, too, so. Yeah. But the boys, they didn't handle it well, so. Who do you think of, I mean, we don't have names, were there any kids who really went through, because I know that growing up under the spotlight can Whoa. be a really, really difficult thing. For anybody, and yeah, but you know, keep in mind, we all every family has like kids and has problems. The show didn't like make it happen. The show may have made it more open to the world and maybe have enhanced it. But they all had problems. I of mean, course. I can speak for myself. My girls had issues, and then the show kind of brought it out a little bit. But you know what? It kind of made them, you know, wasn't the best time <laughs> to show it, but they did. But some. It didn't make our kids bad. It didn't make our kids be bad. It, it could have, like, helped it prolong it and being in the public to enhance wherever they were going. I don't know. Yeah. But it didn't make it happen. We can't blame Bravo. We can't blame TV. You can't blame it, it was going to happen Well, anyway. let's blame someone here. Come on, for fuck's no, sake. we got to make it juicy. <laughs> okay. But you have to admit, like, under the Petri dish of taking a bunch of relationships and wanting to create good television, i.e. dramatic television, People who are very smart and very subtle will try to manipulate ways for people to create conflict. So alcohol was a big part. They oh, would sure. pour that tequila as much as you wanted to drink. Right. Was there a moment that you had, and and I guess uh, this either one of you can feel this, a moment where you, something happened where you went, oh fuck, this happened. No turning back. Can we delete this? Oh no. I mean, I know in my life I can I think, think everybody has that. Yeah, every, I have that. I, I have, have like that in my three life of them all the time. Where totally I'm like, say, like, I shouldn't send this I text. I wish it was. But was there was there because as someone who doesn't isn't familiar with the show, was there a moment? Because I, I you know I look at shows like uh, Real <laughs> Real Housewives of Atlanta and tables are being thrown across the room and shit like that. Was there something that's sort of the equivalent where you had a, a, a moment where you snapped that got captured? Either one of you. 
I mean, there's got to be something. Maybe they didn't film it. I think for me, the the hardest part for me was when uh, my daughter turned 21 and the boat and she was in my face like she was going to hit me. Um, I think that was really hard for me because I took that very emotionally. Like yeah. it was very, very hard because I really at the time thought she's really pissed off. Yeah. And I was in this closed like place. I couldn't run. I couldn't leave. And Bravo was there and they were on me. And it was just for me, it was like no escape. I want to jump over. So, yeah, I felt like you, you want to jump over the boat. Yeah, I wanted to just like she swim. was filming on a boat on her boyfriend's boat. And it was a beautiful, beautiful boat. And I think the kids were starting to wreck it because they were getting drunk. They were right? drunk. Right. And, she, and your daughter wanted to. And she was. T- she turned twenty one. She wanted to and stop the party, and her daughter didn't want to. Yeah, and so my daughter, you know, is 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 can be like you know a little bit crazy, headstrong, but let's say. Yeah, and I'm a euphemism. little bit more submissive. That's why I'm like the pity party on the show. But so she's, you know, so I wish that was not shown. But in in reality, you know, in the sense of TV, I'm very grateful because now I look back at that all the time. I go, oh of my course. god, do you see what a jerk you were? And then she <laughs> apologizes all the time now. So you guys, but at you the guys time, you're it. asking me, yes, I wish I could have erased that for sure. And my yeah. two boys were fighting, one time they were fighting on, on camera. I'm uh, fighting on camera. I'm like. Shane, do that. You take this out. You do that. And so finally, Colton just fired a water bottle at him. A small water bottle. But they almost hit me. So then it became a big deal. It's like, God, you almost hit mom. And yeah, what's yeah, wrong yeah. with you? And Colton said, for years, <laughs> people would say, Colton can't come over. He has anger issues. And it's just oh, his oh, big really? brother just kept grinding on him and grinding on him until he snapped, you know? Right. And I remember I was there and my and Riley was super little. I'm like, we're out of here. These people are crazy over here at the Gina Keo house. <laughs> so what's crazy about that too is that everyone in your community within 20 miles mm-hmm. is watching this show probably, right? Even if they weren't, now they're going to watch it because they're like, hey, I think they know. did just to see, because I was really good about going to all the local restaurants, going to all the local hairdressers, getting as many. Did you get everything for free? Please say you well, did. Well, of course. God. Of course. I mean, but yeah. I really helped those. I, I mean, we put them on the map. Yeah. Because we made Orange County bigger than it kind of was nationally. Most people were like, oh, yeah, we hear Newport. No one hears Hey, we have friends photo. in the military. Okay, look, look, look. Don't be like Gwyneth Paltrow and be like, people do yoga in America because of me. Orange County existed before this TV show. <laughs> it wasn't like the OC, right? Something more than like a fine restaurant. Like, ours was so and so. So, so, so there was a moment. I guess when I talk about the the turning point in your life, and you said you were already famous from the commercial stuff, but when you would go, were you getting hounded by paparazzi at a certain? No, because we're out in the boonies. But okay. when I go to an airport. People would stop and throw their arms around you, and I'm like, oh, shit, my memory's so bad. Who is that? They go, oh, I'm sorry. I just feel like I know you. Yeah. And people, big producers would say, it's the re- it's so different. Yesterday, we sat here with Kevin Costner. Nobody came up to us. But I thought you knew all these people that are, because they didn't know he was like the president of 20th Century Fox or whatever that we were having a meeting with, because he never went in that room, I guess. So people kept coming up, hey, you and Cara, come down and see. We're filming Die Hard, the music. For the Die Hard movie, you guys, the orchestra's here today. It's like a hundred-piece orchestra. You guys will find it fascinating. So people kept stopping by and saying hi. And he said, how do you know so many people here at the studio? I said, I don't know any of those people. Yeah. He's like, it's just the the idea that you're in their living room every day. They feel like they know you. Got it. So it was an interesting thing. Yeah. Now, when a lot of restaurants get started, uh, they start mom and pop. Then they get bought by a bigger conglomeration, and they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And it usually becomes like a Walmart situation or and then everyone like begins to hate it. <laughs> Was there a moment where this mom and pop 
organization that was the Real Housewives of Orange County sort of metastasized into something that you felt no longer comfortable with or you felt like, wow, this is kind of out of my control. It's getting a little, maybe not unsafe, but just uncomfortable in my life. Uh, or did it, was it so gradual that it was more like a, a frog in boiling water? Like what was that? No, like? it got to a point where the economy was really bad. Houses weren't selling. And so your real estate job is, is my real estate job. It was kind of slow because yeah. houses weren't selling. The interest rates were up. Nothing was selling. And then my friend on the show, Vicki Gunvalson, was saying, oh, yeah, my business is booming. And I'm thinking, you know what? People are going to make their house payment before their insurance payment. So I have to feel that if my business is slowed down, yours is slowed down, too. And then she would pretend she was buying an airplane or a boat. And it's like, come on. People are going to hate you. Yeah. The economy is bad. People are struggling. I don't even want to drive my nice car. I want to drive like one of the beaters, one of the kids' cars. Yeah. I don't want to be followed and have people angry at me and throw shit at me. So I, when the economy turned to, people were losing their homes and short sales. Yeah, for sure. I really took a step back and got out of the profile, high profile, and just started helping people modify their homes. And oh, I wow. did. I stopped the show, and I just really focused on helping 25 people save and their And how homes. many years did you do the show before you did this? I think I was on five or six seasons. Five or six seasons, okay. Yeah. And, and you just dropped out completely. Yeah. No, actually, they bring you back every year, and they still do. He's going to BravoCon. He's going to BravoCon, which yes. is great because you sign some shit and make tons of money. Yeah. God damn, I want to be on BravoCon. Okay, play so your cards right, little boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one things I want to ask you, uh, and this would ap apply to you, Tammy, as well. So for you, you you quit as well, or you left the show, or how does it work? No, they actually l asked. Well, my has my ex husband had died when we first start started filming the second season that I was on, and and they were like, bummer. What do we do with this shit? No, yeah, no, it, was, it, it was, just was, it was so just, hard. It was just girls. like the girls were having a really yeah. hard time, and I couldn't film. So that whole second season, it was really hard for them to even get us to film. So it was like, why is she on the show? She can't film. The girls were going through a lot. So the third season, they basically said, you know, you need to deal with your family. You need to, you know, so go your, you know, I'm like, yeah, you're right. But she I didn't do. love it anyway. So, yeah, so season three, you, you left. Did you come back? No. No. So oh, you're not. You, she's come back for different are shows. Are you part of Bravo, BravoCon now? No. No, I've come back for like like weird stuff, like reunions, reunions and all that. But it was something. That, it's something that you never. <laughs> so Tammy, it was something that you never really took to, huh? She never wanted no. it. I made her do it. Okay, no. so she made you. She guilty. She made me do it. Yeah, I wanted to have a friend on the show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you want a friend show? Yeah, yeah. Not 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 right now. But thank you, thank you. Okay, thank you. Um, but no, I actually went on the show, I think, because, you know, what I tell a lot of people say, why were you on the show? You were the nicest one on the show and you don't do what the other girls do. And I said, you know what? Look, I said, we're all just getting by. And you know what? Not every if you were on the show, you're, you don't have the perfect life. There's something going on with your life. Yeah, of course. It, you know, if you had a perfect life, no one would be on the show. I don't care how much money you have. And no one would want to watch that show. Right. And so I come from a fan base because I dealt with celebrities on QVC and the Marie Osmond. People would buy four hundred thousand dolls and not be able to pay their rent. And it was hard. Because people would spend money f on four hundred thousand dolls. No, I'm exaggerating. Not okay. that many. Like but I things like that would happen. You'd have to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, it's a fan base and they feel like they know you and they're lonely. And it, it's the same thing with reality TV. But we're giving our lives on TV. We're exposing our real selves, our emotions. Our yeah. We're being who we are. We're not actors and actresses on there. You know, Gina is the only one who's actually an actress. 
like me hello like I can't even do I couldn't even do a school play no so I could not act so I, my heart and my soul is showing to the world why do I do that I have no idea I did it obviously because maybe I was going through something in my life but I don't think happy people really go on that show if they're totally happy in a relationship and have money and why do it yeah, I mean, I, although the Beverly job. Hills Housewives, I mean, they're it all sounds to me though, pretty wealthy and happy. G- Gina, that you you kind of have a pretty good attitude. Maybe do you have that good attitude now, or did you maybe because you were an actress, you kind of had it forever? Was I there a moment? Had it. Did she's you? an actress, so for her, she she's. I no was always grounded. There's n- so there's no heart of darkness moment for you in terms of looking back on this. Oh, I when they threw the wine at me, that was one of the things that said Who, okay. What happened through right? the wine? Not not different than throwing the water bottle. Yeah, it was a different liquid. I t- a girl I was getting divorced, and I told her, don't so tell everybody. Give me the foreplay. Don't tell everybody, Tamara, that your husband beat you up. He threw a leash at her, and she said it hurt her. So she wanted to get, um, what's it called, abuse? Restraining order or what? Well, no. restraining order is okay, but she, spousal abuse, Domestic he, abuse, lo- yeah. he lost his 300 some thousand dollar job. Wow. So then the new girl on the new reality show, she there's a new girl named Gina. She did the same thing. She said her husband beat her up. Even if he did, she should have got a restraining order. But when she filed that thing, that abuse thing, he lost his big job with PIMCO. So they need to be aware that what you do on camera can really affect, like that's going to affect her support. Uh-huh. How hey. <laughs> How'd you get wine thrown to your face? How'd that happen? Because um, she said, don't, she said, Cyst and deceased. I'm serving you cyst? with a cyst and deceased. It was a cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> and you corrected her English. Yeah, and she got a little pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> and then she threw I'm one glass. It, and it was an empty piece of paper she threw at me. It was nothing. Yeah. She just wanted to attack the fan favorite at the time. And do you think people, favorite. do you think producers are like Iago, like, get her? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Because I saw. In the corner of my eye, I saw, how did she get that big glass of wine? I got this little tiny one. <laughs> so I'm watching. I mean, I'm, she's coming across, and sh- I said, she's mad at somebody. Look at her. Oh, my God. She's just stewing and fake acting all this shit over the other side of the room. And they're hyping her up. Well, they're, yeah. And then she comes over, and it's like, I'm backed against the bar. I'm with Tammy, and I'm getting way back away from this crazy thing. And then she comes up. I'm giving you a cyst and deceased. It's like. I have a pimple and I'm dead, whatever. (laughs) 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 So we kind of just laughed at her because it was so stupid. And then she got the glass of wine. And then she got madder and madder because we weren't taking her seriously. And she threw the one. No, I said, move your skinny ass away from me or I'm going to throw you in the pool. Now, I didn't make a move towards her. I'm not going to lift this little midget up and throw her in the pool. But she threw the wine in my face. And boy, does that hurt. Did it hurt? Did the wine in the place? Oh hurt? my God! Alcohol in your eye? I had no oh, idea. Yeah. Oh, Three well, weeks, my right eyes look. I eyes. look like a crack addict. Whoa! It was bad. Matter of fact, that scene is so important and so big that they even played it last night. All these years later. It's oh, they the play it once a year just to piss me off. Over and over, it's a big off. loop, and it's just the one of the major. I know, and for so me because s- I don't actually even involve. She got wet too. No, and I pushed the por- the girl, and I'm like, don't push. Oh my God! She like pushed you. It was just crazy. So like, that's and great. I'm not an aggressive person. We're not. We're like, like my like girlfriends are starting brawling. It's yeah, like, what are we old, doing? Old we're too old to be brawling. Embarrassing. But the girls have a lot of dirt. They can throw everyone under the bus. But we're not going to do that tonight. Just letting you know. Yes. Okay. Well, let's get to that <laughs> a little bit. First, first no. of all, and ter- so it's great. So before the episode started, like on this episode. Yeah. Almost. Did you say we're done? <laughs> 
This We're done. Been, this has been half an hour. What's wrong with you? No, what I, I have attention ADD or EDD. Yeah, or but what do you what do you want to talk about that you're not talking about, Tammy? Give me something. No, I'm good. Trust you're me. You're just like Trust everything's me. fine. I have nothing to say. We got to talk a teeny bit of shit about some stuff, right? I don't really have shit. That's all. Jesus. Okay, That's all the shit. I, I can actually tell you guys are very nice and you're very self-composed and self-possessed, and I really appreciate that. I also have to accept the possibility that, that if you're working in a cast of how many people and how many women together, your periods are all synced up, there must be somebody that you hated. There must be somebody that you're like, I'm not talking to anymore. It ended our friendship. There's, it, It's impossible not to have a situation like that where there's someone you're like, eh, you know what? Women women are very strong, and we all sh- should support each other, regardless if you like I them. Agree, or you, I agree. Or you don't like them. You disagree. We all Women are crazy, all of us. But that's what makes women amazing. So, yeah, we all have our differences. We all don't get along. Are you still friends with everyone that you worked with? I was never really friends with any of them. I'm, I, I actually, you know lived with my husband and I lived to, you know, with my kids and Gina was like my really my only friend. I didn't know anybody on the housewives. So yeah. when I came on to second season, I didn't know anybody. Yeah. So Gina was like helping me along, like just talk to these people, just say hi, smile. Yeah. I, I really was kind of wet behind the ears, you know, and now I'm not so much because obviously it was a long time ago. So I'm a little braver and I say what's on my mind now before I usually just let things go. So I, I think that women, I don't want to throw women under the bus sure. because you know what? Right. We don't all like each other at the same time. Yeah. But, you know. Now, I will say this about people. I've interviewed a lot of people who've done SNL on this podcast, and everyone has a, a very strong love-hate relationship with SNL because it's amazing to be a part of it that something is so zeitgeisty and something that's important to American culture. And also, being removed from it and losing it is also really kind of devastating. So, from from your point of view, Tammy, when you faded out of it, it wasn't that big a deal for you because you weren't that attached anyway, right? I mean, I had people, I mean, keep in mind. Did you miss it? You know what I did miss? I missed the girl time. I missed hanging out with the Bravo. The sky was, tops, the free you know, clothes. In, in Bravo was amazing, and they were really good to me. The Bravo was yeah. really, they were really sweet to me. They treated me like with kid gloves kind of thing. But um, so to, for me, because I was never in the world like Gina, so for mm-hmm. me it was like, wow, like I'm on my own. I'm a big girl. Like I'm not with my husband, and wow, I'm like a grown-up. I, I felt like, you know, it was a, a different place for me. So for me, I grew a lot. So I'm very grateful for the show. Um, I don't have any bad feelings about it. I wish I could take a lot of things back for sure. What would but, you take back? I think I would take back the um, let my ex-husband on it for one. <laughs> that would be one like Why? I don't know how I let him on there uh, because he's drama and he's you know he made craziness. I don't know. He just starts stuff and you know I think that forever is on camera. Yeah, and he's gone now, and so mm. my memory, a lot of the, our memories. Oh, your memory are of that. him is sort of tainted by and the my fact. my girls that, yeah. too is the show. A yeah. lot of people go, you know, you're down the show. That's people always should go back to the show. But you so, can always go back to the idea that well, it's semi-scripted, and they create this drama in a petri dish of people. It really isn't it scripted. When we were on, it was not. I mean, nothing was scripted. Nothing. No, no. they ha- could say, um, Tammy's opening a new skin business, so. This this episode we're gonna work you know talk about Sammy's skin business or Gretchen's got a purse line we're gonna go see her purse line yeah and then so they had an idea we're gonna film Gretchen's purses we're gonna follow Gina around the lake showing houses on the water these two million dollar houses 
So they had ideas of what they were going to do. We're yeah. going to go to Vicky's insurance business. But as far as the drama that came out and the crazy shit that would come out of their mouths, it was natural. like we go to meet Gretchen <laughs> the first time there's yeah. a housewife named Gretchen. We go to her house and Tamara turns to me. She goes, well, everybody, she likes older men. So hold on to your grandpas. <laughs> and at that point, we just all just cracked up laughing. Here comes this girl. She didn't look older than 23 years old, but she was dating a guy in his you know, probably 25 years older than her. Yeah. So t where Tamara came up with this, hold on to your grandpas. I mean, That's that great. was pretty brilliant. That's brilliant, <laughs> for sure. Now, when you think about, now I want to get to your, your denouement for this. So when you left, you said you left because you wanted to kind of get more involved in your community and help out people. So it wasn't right. kind of like a fired quit situation. No. It was more like a phase out. Now, what do you think about the legacy of of the Real Housewives? Because I feel like now, if you think about the phrase, Real Housewives, the connotation isn't necessary. It's not bad. It's not necessarily good either. I think that it changed after your show, which I don't say it was innocent, but I felt like it became like, oh, you want some drama? Check out the Real Housewives. Uh, do you, oh, do yeah, you look those at Atlanta girls, they bring it. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you feel, it's do you look back and go, oh, wow, man, that was something that we weren't really. No, in the beginning like we were organic. You were organic. It and was organic, just things happen naturally one kid got arrested not my kid but one kid got arrested for drugs the other one so yeah, we yeah. went through all these different things with our families yeah but now it's all what? Do, you, do you still do you still watch any of the uh shows yeah. what's your favorite one beverly hills i love the houses oh, love yeah. the houses yeah and then it's interesting, you watch the different marriages and the dynamics between the husband and wife, and like, okay, I'm going to give them my card. They'll be getting divorced next. I mean, sometimes <laughs> the women are so mean to their husband, they treat him so badly. It's like, wow, that guy's gone. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like there's a lot of divorces happen from these shows, yeah? Well, because you're on TV, and then you go watch it, and people are saying, God, you're so mean to your husband. And then the girls in the bar are going, hey, hey, your wife hasn't had sex with you for a year. Come on home with me. I mean, you know, one girl, that Shannon Bador, she was on TV, said, I hadn't had sex in a year. And I'm like, well, he's having sex with somebody. And then she didn't talk to me. She still doesn't talk to me. She's so mad. Well, this it's is like, part of OC? I said the truth. I didn't make anything up. You know? Yeah, yeah. If you are not sleeping with your husband, someone is going to be sleeping with him. And you just announced to the world that this beautiful man who lives with you isn't getting any sex. Guess yeah. what? Girls would be throwing him themselves at him, and that's oh, what wow. happened. That's crazy. W was there any stuff oh. that... Uh, she was calling in. Any stuff that, was, that <laughs> happened that was recorded and that you filmed that was shown or wasn't shown that you're like, man, I wish they had shown this or I wish they hadn't shown that? Any stuff that you're like, fuck, man, this story was important, and they, and well, they glossed it over because they didn't think it was interesting. I know enough. with my son's baseball career, the people filming my son was... You know, got a drafted out of high school, and and they acted like when he hit into a double play that he was the worst player in the world. And uh, in reality, the next time up, kid? Yeah. the next time up, he hits a home run, and they don't show that. And it's of like, course. okay, that's kind of sucky. You know, yeah. no wonder he hates it. And then he didn't want to film, and then Colton didn't want to film, and then pretty much Cara said, "I'm not filming. This is stupid." Yeah. So. Now, I do want to ask you a little bit. We touched on this very briefly, and you can go as deep or as shallow as you want about this. In terms of the fact that this was your community and your house and kind of it, the incipient moment was the energy that you created with you and your family and your friends uh, and that 
a guy just kind of took this idea and was able to make it into a multi-million dollar empire is that something that you think back wistfully is it something you go man i wish i'd i'd taken some steps to gain more legal rights regarding this or how's that i wish i would have been because i feel like i helped a lot yeah i had a lot of good ideas a lot of locations and stuff i wish i would have been a little more involved in the production end of it but yeah someday i'll create my own show are you thinking about doing that you know my daughter is so if she gets involved i already told her when she did the pilot you go back to that guy and tell him you want co- Co-producing credits. Yeah. Because these are all your ideas, all your friends, all your sets. Hey, hey. So yeah. she, got, she got pretty strong. She's so pretty was there, smart. Was there a moment uh, going in where you said, did you have a lawyer? You're like, let me let me. We didn't get lawyers till maybe the third year. And then I brought in yeah. my Dan Grigsby. He's the lawyer for the Lakers. He's uh-huh. my godfather, my son. And he got our contracts because they kept saying, we cannot pay you. It's reality TV. You can't get paid. That's and I such said, a garbage comment. But we believed it. And then, of course, the attorney said, yeah, well, you have to pay to rent the house. Of course. So the house got a, a raise every year. And I imagine that's probably changed the entire game now, for reality TV. Now people get paid a lot of money. Now people get paid a lot of and money. And also just endorsements and everything else like yep. that. But they got away with it for maybe a year and a half. Yeah. So what would you say the biggest changes from how you kind of, the show that you created and what's existing now with Real Housewives and... New York and everywhere else. What'd you say? I think now everybody's got some angle. I'm going to go on this show. I'm going to create tops. I want to go on QVC and sell food. Everybody has an ulterior motive for being on TV. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're watching a scripted show and you get to see it. It's like, okay, this girl has a makeup line. This girl has a bracelet line. Everybody had some kind of line of something. Yeah, exactly. To, what would you call it? To take advantage of the well like but i mean i work for Cowell banker and i sell real estate so that's fine vicky do you get more work doing real estate because of the show you know i'm known so if there's multiple offers they they want to say housewife sold my house so sometimes i'll get the nod for that yeah it's never really hurt me yeah once i got off the show it was better because when they kept insinuating that i couldn't go to an event for sex toys because i was drinking that I just felt that that's hurting my business. Yeah, now was, you're messing that, with my you business. Back up a little bit. What was that about? You? There, there's there was a, a party that they were having a sex toy party. Now, sure, those are fun to go to when you're in your 20s, maybe. Yeah. But I'm a respectable businesswoman married. I don't want to go to a sex toy party and have somebody putting vibrators in my face and big black things, you know, whatever those big rubber things are. <laughs> I don't want to do it. So I didn't go. So then this, they got mad that I didn't show up, and then they did the, oh, she's so drunk from the party last night she couldn't make it. It's like, so the producers created that story just to kind of... Well, the girls did. I don't know if the producers told them to. Uh, very, and, and Tammy, what... But I wouldn't w- do things that if I didn't want to sure. do it. If it wasn't out of my character, I'm not going to do it. So Tammy, what were you going to say regarding that? Because I felt like you had you were about to pipe up about something there. No, no, no. I was just saying that the show, because of the success and you know the recognition, people are promoting their business. At least they're doing something than just going on and for because they want recognition for somebody to like like them. Yeah. So at least they're trying to sell like blush or nail polish or whatever. I mean, why not? Yeah. I think it's it's almost odd that you wouldn't want to do something sure. to promote your business because then it's just like an ego thing. And what about for you? Because you're not doing BravoCon and you're not using this to promote business for yourself are you she's really busy in the skin industry yeah so okay. i'm really she has into a full-time marketing job but yeah so basically i do california beauty expose where i i kind of starting to blog and trying to like 
take it down a notch from the med spas, the medical spas, the cosmetics, mm-hmm. the plastic surgeons, and be kind of somebody like, okay, I'm 50, you know, six years old. You're 56? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> really? So, so I'm 56. Damn. So I, I, want that I like skin. I haven't had co- plastic surgery yet. What? I want to, but I keep trying to say I don't want you're to. You're doing great, whatever you're doing. And so skin is like important to me, and I'm not clinical. So I'm kind of like, yeah, try this. I'm like a mom at home who packs a lunch. So for me, I want to tell women that it's not that big of a deal just to take care of your skin versus you know, having surgery or not doing anything. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. So can you give, I want people to learn on my podcast, what are the three best tips for taking care of your skin? One is actually cleansing it and doing some kind of, um, you know, really basic cleansing. You have to really cleanse your face and you also have to, you know, exfoliate versus if it's an IPL, if it's a um, very mild peel or if it's retina-A or if, you know, laser genesis are really, really basic, you know, non-invasive type um, skin treatments that are above the being the esthetician. Ec- es- I can't even speak. It's a hard word. Esthetician, yeah, I know. Esthetician. So, yeah, just basic stuff, you know, yeah. that women don't know that it's available and it's non-invasive. Oh, wow, interesting. And um, you ladies now, are you both married and boyfriends or what's your situation? No. I haven't You're been married forever. Yeah. Once. Yeah. I was married Single. once. Single, killing the game. Love it. So much fun out there. I can't even tell you. Yeah? Yeah. What would you be your advice to people who are single at your age? Stay single until it's right. It's it's okay. Like, enjoy your life. I I had a boyfriend since I was 14, all the way to probably five years ago. Never been single. I love who I am now. I like who I am. Yeah. I'm really good in my own skin for once. So I'm enjoying my life. And if I meet somebody, great. If I don't, it's cool, too. You're not on the Tinders or the thingies, are you? No. Yeah. I'm on them only because I don't know how to get off of them. They stay like forever. <laughs> but the best thing is, like is your age stays the same when you first signed up like 20 years ago. <laughs> Does so, it really? Yeah. It's so That's funny. awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny. You go, no, I'm not that age. Okay, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not on them. Oh, that's right. Well, I no. think you guys, I think there should be like a single, you had the real housewives, the real single ladies. You know, of most of the housewife shows have caused divorce. I'm sure. There aren't that many married anymore, and Bethany's the only one married. Well, like I said, she if just you were on the show. show, you're not that happy. It was just a waiting to, like, you know, they weren't happy yeah. anyway. It was. Yeah. It's not the show. It's. Yeah, and then know, people. If you're happy with somebody and they love you or whatever and they accept you, the show isn't going to break you up. You don't think so? No. I think some really smart people. No. I had tons of guys, like, asking me out stuff. I didn't go out with the guys. I didn't, like,. I'm sure Gina does. My girls did. My girls still like get letters from like fans <laughs> from 12 years ago. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I still have fans from that still text me from the show. Okay. So you can do it. You can go after it if that's your thing. But if you're not, you're not. So yeah. I don't know. Take responsibility for your life. So I don't think I'm going to be able to get you guys to talk shit about anybody. No. <laughs> nah. I'll we just enjoyed being with you. Gina's like a tough one. No. Do you do you, do you want to talk to to Jeff? <laughs> Have you have you sat down with Jeff and been like, hey, Jeff, I want to talk to you about like the creation of the show. And are you guys buddies? Jeff Lewis. Yeah. No, Jeff. Not Jeff, who am I talking about? Who's who's the guy who created who, who created oh, the Scott show? Dunlop. Scott Dunlop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm really good friends with Scott. Yeah. Real Scott Dunlop. And, yeah. and you don't feel like there's any conversation that you want to have with him. No. In fact, no. you know what? Once in a while, I'll pitch ideas off of him for friends that come to me with show ideas. Yeah. And he'll say, you know, that's not right for Bravo. Take it to 
Hallmark or yeah. He he directs them because he's retired. He's not going to do any more shows anymore. Yeah, yeah. He's over. He's That's done. Cool. You know, he's got all the housewife franchise. He of doesn't. Course. He's not involved he in the day to day. He's just. He just sits back. So what's what's next for you guys in terms of what do you look at? Do you look at anything in terms of I mean I don't know the skincare and real estate, anything in terms of entertainment that you're looking at? And you know I mentioned your daughter, but is there anything else you like pie in the sky stuff that you want to do? You know what? Last year I did Oprah. Last week I did, did Oprah. Yeah. What did you do know Oprah? She wanted to where are they now? Where is Gina Keo now? It was so they didn't much ask fun. Me. And so you know, I'm the only housewife <laughs> she did. Oh, and so you yeah. sat down on the thing with she her? flew to she had her crew fly with a list of questions to florida uh -huh. so she did i was the only housewife yeah it was one of her favorites when we filmed on her oh, show because wow. i was a good girl and i didn't argue about what outfit i was supposed to wear <laughs> <laughs> it was five the five looks that women should wear and oprah's not gonna want you to talk shit no she was so wonderful she's i literally so, of course. really love she her be, she should really be running for president yeah honestly. the first time she sees you or hears from you she's like how shane <laughs> How are the kids? And what That's about Colton? I mean, she remembers everybody's. I'm granted they hand her a piece before she calls or whatever, but she's just a wonderful person. So yeah, that was fun. Lucky. 2020 was fun. Um, we're flying to New York to do BravoCon, and we're going to do the largest Watch What Happens Live ever. Oh, with, with Andy this, Cohen. With Andy. With this, it's, I don't even know. He's going to have to rent a place if he's going to have all. And it's going to be all of the houses All the housewives County? that. Not everywhere. Everywhere. Atlanta. Not me. You don't think some wigs will be torn off? You don't think some wigs will be torn off? I think some, some wigs will be torn off. <laughs> some fights are going to happen There'll for sure. There'll be some cat fights for sure. Because then they're going to bring Atlanta in there, and Atlanta's going to have a problem with Oh, someone. my God. One time we're at a thing, and they're like, Gina, sit next to Nina. And I'm like, uh-uh. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. So then I moved and sat over there where Jennifer is, and Lori sits there, and within three minutes, Lori's on the floor. Whoa. I mean, when she says, uh-uh, <laughs> When she wants to make a point, you go flying. She's a big girl. Yeah, she's a big girl, and she's been able to craft quite she a name for herself. Me. She's always scared me. Is it? <laughs> now, do look you, in her eye. Do you think that some of these people, particularly <laughs> later on, it's authentic, or they they're like, I'm going to be the villain for the show, and then <laughs> deep down they're like, I'm sure. a sweetheart. Wait, what's my favorite? Kim. What's Kim's last name? Kim from Atlanta. Kim oh. from Atlanta. Zo Zoyak. Zoyak. She was the coolest. She'd have a big guy to carry her jewelry, and another guy carried like her little cocktail bar. Uh huh. Kim Beerman. Kim oh Beerman. my God, she was funny. Yeah, she's a kick. Big Cause daddy. Because I imagine there are people who are like want to. Yeah, we're, 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 we're gonna go eat. We're done. Jesus Christ, calm down. I know I you want to go to Boa. Yeah. <laughs> the ladies who lunch here. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, time. Early tomorrow they're gonna be on. Are they gonna be on SiriusXM? Yes. Jeff Lewis. Listen, you guys. Thank you so much for coming in and talking to me. It was great. It was really interesting. We'll be back again. I hope yes, so. This is so. I hope much so. Fun. I want to get you drunk and smoke some weed, and you can talk oh, no, some that would serious be bad. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, but you guys are great. Thank you so much for coming, and I'm signing Thank you. Thanks for having us, Bill. Yeah, have a good interview. Sign up from Laugh Laugh. Thank you. I have ADD. You are fine.